Long story short, I left the restaurant that day and never went back to the house. I went to um, another house um, and I was like, I'm not coming back to the house. Hey friends, this is Tiara Searcy, host of Kingdom and Culture Podcast. And today I'm going to share my short story of authenticity. If I had to wrap this in a phrase, it would be, while I do not recommend separation, I do recommend lordship. I basically was married in 2010. And when I got married, I was nine months pregnant with our first son, Micah. I also, we purchased our first house and um, we, we got married, we purchased our first house and um, we had a baby all in the first year of marriage. And um, Kevin and I, my husband now, we um, went to college together so we knew each other but we had never dated. And so it was interesting get, doing all of these things all at once and you know, not really having a sure foundation. We, we both love the Lord, but um, here we are in this situation where we were pregnant and really decided that we wanted to bring our child into our home with um, in a Christian home and with and under the covering of marriage. And so we decided to get married. And um, although our foundation was a bit rocky, we decided to move forward and um, then as we continued to grow together, I remember things just getting kind of hard at first. I remember writing Kevin love letters and I would write how intimate I feel, felt with him and how close it was we were. And um, all of those things were beautiful. And, and then, you know, there were conversations um, that began to happen and, you know, there were venom, I'll, I'll just say there was venom um, verbally that we were definitely spewing at each other and being unkind and, you know, short, short side comments would go into full on arguments and, you know, full on arguments would have us upset with each other and I would end up crying and, you know, things went from bad to really bad to worse. And um, after years of that, you know, there became a bit of a chasm in our relationship and then it came to communicating with each other. I mean, there were good times for sure. Um, but I remember um, a couple years into the marriage when um, we went to Nashville for a, a photo shoot, family photo shoot. And when we got there, I remember you know, getting all our, 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 we had three kids at the time, getting the kids dressed and being like, yeah, let's go ahead and take this photo because this is going to be the last photo we take together. At least the kids will have a memory of this marriage, right? And um, I remember things got really bad at the point we were at my niece's birthday party. And you know, it was my family was there and Kevin's family was there. My dad was there. My mom was there. And we were so excited to celebrate my niece and um, something happened with the waiter. And I said something off to Kevin and he just flipped. 
at the restaurant, completely had, you know, um, verbal uh, outing or whatever. He said some really harsh things to me. And it was my first time that my dad saw that Kevin talked to me that way. While my kids saw it and I saw it, it was the first time that my parents really saw it. Um, and I remember my dad just quietly leaving afterwards and then calling me later and being like, what in the world is going on? And long story short, I left the restaurant that day and never went back to the house. I went to um, another house. And um, even when we were, you know, at this point, there was a lot of back and forth. Why are you leaving? I don't understand. And I didn't want to talk. I was just done. And um, Kevin was just done and felt very disrespected by the way that I had talked to him. And I felt um, disrespected and unloved. And, um, you know, there was just so much buildup of animosity and hatred and just all of the words. And I remember having phone conversations with my best friend and just saying, you know, I'm done. Like I got basically biblical grounds of verbal abuse to be able to out this. Like we're done, this is, this is good. And abuse is abuse. And I'm not saying that it's not abuse because certainly verbal abuse is, is just as harmful, if not more harmful at times. Um, and so I remember just being separated. I remember during the time that we were separated, we hit our 10 year anniversary. And it was, I used to go and work out at like six in the morning. And so I would get up and I would go drive to the gym, come back home, get my kids ready for school and take them to school. And so I remember coming out that morning and being kind of shook because I looked down and there was a dozen roses and a card, happy anniversary. I don't even know what time Kevin brought that card to um, the door, but I remember going back into the house, putting the roses down and literally sobbing because I was just like, this is not fair. Life should not be like this. I didn't sign up for this. You know, like why? And I hear, why am I going through all of this? This is not what I wanted. This is not my intentions. And also I would say like, even in it, I didn't even want the marriage either. Not only was I sad because I was mourning the fact that the marriage had ended or was at the place where it was, but I was also mourning the fact that I just was not into it. I was done. Um, I reconciled myself to be done. I was looking for an apartment to, to move into for me and the kids and, you know, saving up money and doing all the things you do. Um, and I remember continuing to having, have conversations about, you know, different things with, you know, my circle. And it would be like, yeah, I got good reasons to leave. And yeah, I want to put in a legal separation and this is just not best for the kids and all the things. And at the end of those conversations as I would go back and just be praying and just asking God for guidance in a time that was very dark. I remember still not feeling a release to like formally get a divorce or a separation. 
And it was like, really? Like, and um, I, in that season, one of the biggest things I learned was that Lordship really counts. The times when it counts is when it's against your direct will. It ain't Lordship necessarily when it agrees with everything you want to do, because then it's agreement, right? But Lordship steps in when it's against what you want. And, um, you know, even in the season of having all the reasons and excuses and all the things, I found myself in a space where I still did not feel a release to walk away from the marriage. And so um, that was frustrating. That was very, very frustrating because um, I just wanted to move on. Right. And I was so done <laughs> with um, staying and done with the psych, just done. And um, it was funny. I remember one time in the middle of um, our separation, I had a dream about Kevin. And I was like, this is just disrespectful. Why am I doing And it was like, the Holy Spirit was saying some stuff to me about Kevin and how God was doing a work. And I'm just like, I don't care, but let me call his friend and let him know. <laughs> I literally called his friend and was like, yo, I just want you to know this is what I dreamed and thank you for what it is moving on. Um, <laughs> and as even as like time went on, I just was not interested in staying married. And so um, fast forward, COVID hit. And um, at the time, our kids were, um, well, they still are in school. And um, at that time, I needed to go um, to be supportive of the kids. And so it was, I remember it being my first time going into the house because I had agreed to kind of help Kevin during the day when he was working. I would, you know, work remote as well, but help, we would kind of tag team with the kiddos. And I remember, excuse me, walking into the house and we had like a little dining room area when you first come in and I would go in, sit in the dining room area, almost like pack my lunch, do the minimum to, to walk around and move around in the house and then go back out. And I would just kind of help with the kids or whatever. And, um, during that time, you know, I had told Kevin, well, we can start pursuing some joint counseling because my intentions were, yo, I need to get the Holy Spirit and some third party agreement to agree that I don't need to be in this marriage and we can move on. And um, I remember getting into the counseling session and I mean, the first session, you know, the counselor pretty much hit the head, nail on the head. And at this point, I'm pretty brash, right? Like there's no cushioning around my words. It is what it is. I'm basically just like here for my release, right? Well, I need a formal release <laughs> from a person. Uh, I don't know why that I thought that person was going to give me a release. Anyway, so I'm going through that process and we do the counseling. And it was one particular session when the counselor, he was on the phone or we, we were doing Zoom virtual sessions at that time because of COVID and we would go in my daughter's room and um, we would have the session. And so it, this is towards the beginning of the sessions and um, 
After a couple of sessions, uh, at the end of this one particular session, the counselor says to me, he says, hey, um, Tiara, I just feel like I see you at the door. And at the end, you open the door and there's a hallway. And at the end of the hallway, it's like Jesus standing there with his arms open, ready to receive you. And it's almost like there's only one way or corridor to get to Jesus. And he said to me, he said, and I almost feel like it's like Peter when, you know, he was in the boat and Jesus said, come. And it was like, he's there at the end of the hallway and he's holding out his hands to you. And it's like, almost like he says, yes, I know. Yes, I get it. Yes, I understand all the pain that you've been through and I get it, but will you trust me? Will you trust me past what you can, you know, understand? Like, I know you don't want to give your husband your heart, but will you give me your heart? And when he said that, just something broke down in me. I, I mean, obviously, I mean, I felt the presence of God in that moment, but it was like, God, I have nowhere else to go. I have nothing else to, nowhere else to lean but you. And so it was like, of course, I'm going to give you my heart. But it was that moment where it's like, yeah, no, it's not about you. It's not about heaven. It's about you as an individual trusting me with your heart, Tiara. And it's about Kevin as an individual trusting me with his heart and trusting that I know the work that I have to do in you. And that was just a turning point for me, where it's like, God, I'm gonna trust you. And in through that, and through a lot of counseling and a lot of praying and a lot of openness and willingness to take next steps, God really began to heal our marriage. And um, so fast forward to the end, um, this past February, Kevin and I celebrated 13 years of marriage. And um, yay, yes, I can hear cheerleading going on in my head. So I don't know if he can put an emoji in here, but anyway, very exciting. And, uh, you know, I wrote Kevin this year a um, love letter. And it was special because I, you could have, you could have never told me that I would be writing this man a love, like the venom <laughs> that I felt in my heart. Um, only God could take and only God can change. And I know the same is true for Kevin and that just knowing that in Lordship, there's safety and in Lordship, you know, there's a covering and in Lordship, we're not our own and we're not up to our own selves. It doesn't mean it's gonna be a perfect journey, but God is so faithful. He really, really is. He's so faithful. And um, yeah, man, we got something to celebrate and Kevin and I are so excited that we're able to celebrate 13 years. I was able to write him a beautiful love letter and which is something I never thought I would have been able to do uh, just a couple years ago. So, um, that's my short story of authenticity, and I'm so um, excited this season to be able to share um, some of our season one guests who are coming back to just share authentically um, 
from their own lives and thing and share um, some of the things that God has done in them. So yeah, hopefully, um, I'm hoping that you would join us in listening to these stories and allowing a piece of these stories to resonate in your heart. I want you to leave a comment. I want you to send me a DM. I want you to tell me your story because there's power. And I want you to share your story because there's power in sharing. You know, the Bible says that we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And some of you guys are listening to this and you're like, yo, I do have a story to share. And you're right. <laughs> you have a short story and it is worth sharing. So whether it's on a podcast, whether you hit me up and we go live or whatever your short story is, I want you to share it because um, you never know who you're going to help by sharing your journey.